Body Conversations, episode 31, Joan Breibart, and the title, Your Government Hates You, That's Why They're Lying to You. So the big news, the big lie is that obesity is not only a disease, it's a genetic disease. If you haven't heard this, and I don't think you could avoid it, so you've heard it, because the New York Times and all the major big shot uh, media outlets and of course 60 Minutes, a big segment with Leslie Stahl, they've all colluded to come out with this absurdity that obesity is a genetic disease. And they're hoping that no one uh, who's over 50 pays any attention or maybe everyone just writes off anyone who's over 50 because then someone might have to confront some simple facts that we could not mutate in 35 years. That's an impossibility. 35 million maybe, but whatever. And there weren't very many fat people around except for the past 35 years. Maybe really the most part is the past 25, okay? Of course now it's, it's everywhere. But if you have somebody with a memory, and of course this is what made Leslie Stahl um, seem really absurd, because she's my age. She was born in 1941. She can remember food rationing. She can remember seeing the skeletons come out of the camps. She can remember that most of Europe was starving and how thin people were. So this is the problem. Why lie? Why come up with something and get all the media to go, go along with it and major doctors and hospitals and medical authorities come out and agree with it? And of course the government and public, everybody, right? So I think I figured it out. Now, uh, it's, it's very similar to a lot of other things that the government lies to us to protect us or so we're not disturbed or we don't think about something or whatever. I mean, go back, let's just go back to the beginning of COVID when Dr. Fauci told everyone, don't wear a mask, you don't need a mask. Right. And of course, then later admitted, well, we had to say that because we didn't have any masks. Not, well, we don't have enough masks for people working in the hospitals. So just make your own, you know, you can make it. Take some handkerchief and wrap it around your face. So that's the kind of thing that's, I think, really unhealthy. And it's just going on all the time. And it, if they were clever lies, maybe it wouldn't be so bad, but they're not. I mean, the reason that there's fat shaming, or there was not any longer, is that it was unusual, really unusual, to see a fat person. I mentioned last time that the circus had this horrible freak show with a 300-pound woman sitting there, and everyone would stare at this woman. This is in the 40s and 50s, because who had ever seen a, a breathing, living human that big, right? So it was that's awful, but it happened, and if there had been a lot of people that size, it couldn't happen, right? 
So of course that goes to this idiocy about fat shaming today when the majority are fat and very fat. So that comes to the second line. The reason that they're all in, the authorities, the big shots, is because they've lied about the obesity number. And uh, this has been my theme for a very long time. I, I've said before that I had a statistician reverse engineer the uh, obesity stats in 2013 going back to what we had used forever, which was called the ideal body weight. And uh, obviously that would mean that um, when they made that switch to BMI in 1985, lots and lots of people who were fat all of a sudden found out they weren't fat, right? So they're no problem, you're not fat, right? Because it's grading on a curve. So do you think, and I know you don't, that's why I'm asking it, that everybody would be coming out saying, this is a disease and um, Americans uh, have this disease um, if they weren't using the 40% figure, which is really what they're all using, even though recently it went to 41, but they'd never say it. The real figure, which is probably 65%, would anyone say out loud 65% of Americans have a genetic disease that makes them obese, that makes them uh, ready for diabetes, seven different kinds of cancer, stroke. I mean, on and on, we all know all those uh, diseases, um, conditions, whatever. So the, you have to, if you're gonna do a lie, a crazy lie that this is a genetic disease, you have to prep it. And the way they prepped it was to fix the numbers, the BMI, so that people were not fat when they were. And they thought this was a good idea in 1985. I think I've mentioned, and it's on this page on 80 Bytes Size Politics, that I filed an, an FOIA, Freedom of Information Act, and what a battle I'm having with the CDC. I mean, a battle, it's embarrassing how they're refusing to uh, tell the, the truth, the facts. Why did they make this change? You know, and they're pretending they don't have any information. I mean, this is hard to believe. We, they totally switched the formula, right, in 1985. So I'm not uh, gonna fade away, I'm, I'm attacking, right? Um, and this has all kinds of repercussions. I filed another FOIA with the um, Federal Aviation Administration, and this was based on talking with pilots and knowing some people who uh, explained that we're, uh, we're in a bad shape when it comes to flying, and everyone's just hoping nothing goes wrong. But the FAA will be changing the, the guidelines or whatever they're giving to uh, the airlines regarding the size of the passengers. So there'll be more that I will talk to you about with that one because that's really serious. Of course, it's all serious. And uh, no one is willing to 
um, figure out how to admit the lies. That's the problem. You have to admit the lies. I said a couple years ago we're in the Afghanistan stage of the obesity epidemic. Government made all kinds of mistakes. Of course, it made a lot of money. And now, just like Afghanistan, with lots of money spent, lives lost, you know, just everything went wrong. We just slunk out of there. So here we're doing it a little, uh, in a little different way. And that's because of Ozempic. You've probably heard of that drug. It actually works. How, how I'm not sure, but it makes a person uh, not hungry. Really, that says something. You know, obviously we've just heard that it's not willpower or anything. Okay, so if a person's not hungry, then they don't eat or overeat, right? And it, this drug takes that thought out of your brain and so therefore you're gonna eat a lot less. And the problem, and there's only one problem, which is that it costs $20,000 a year. And you've taken the rest of your life because of course nothing's changed. Um, it could change, but no one wants to admit that because then they'd have to admit that it's overeating. But at any rate, $20,000 a year and the government knowing that it's really 65% of the population obese, that's, those are just huge numbers. I mean, we'd have to uh, reduce the defense budget by, I mean, 25% uh, to pay for all this. So what we're faced with is that the insurance companies will not pay for this drug except under very limited circumstances. And very few people other than, you know, Elon Musk or somebody can afford to buy it. So what are we gonna do? Now, what's interesting here is that if obesity is declared a disease, then the insurance companies will have to pay for this drug. So this sounds like a very convoluted, circuitous thing to get around to what this lie is, but that's how things work, and that's, just, that's what I figure is going on, because I do not believe that the authorities, the medical establishment, the government, the media, and even certified wellness bitches really believe that obesity is a disease and it's genetic, right? Because only a couple of decades ago, we didn't see any fat people. So this is really, this is bad for everyone's health to be, to be forced to be involved in this kind of deception. Now, there is a certain part, and I don't know if you can call it genetic, but it's interesting. And again, nobody in the media will reference it, nor will any of the uh, people in the medical world. But I think it was more than 10 years ago. There's a major article in the New York Times, remember the right-hand column, and it was uh, famous obstetricians talking about how they were doing the exact opposite of what they had learned in medical school. I mean, we've all heard the expression, when you're 
pregnant, you eat for two. So obviously expected a pregnant woman to gain weight. And what happened was all of a sudden you start to have women who come into the pregnancy. They find out they're pregnant six weeks maybe and they're already obese. So after ignoring this, I guess for a long time, the doctor started telling these women, do not gain weight or maybe 10 pounds, not the 25 they would have expected them to gain because they're eating for two. And it was a very interesting article because doctors saying it's so hard for them to do this because it goes against what they learned in medical school. Now, I think what's happened here, and this is too complicated, maybe doctors can't figure it out, was something about fat cells. And this also is new because people said, for as long as I remember, that a fat cell can grow in size, but you can't get more than what you're born with. You're born with a certain number and that's it, and they could expand. But then maybe five years ago, they started to say, no, no, you can be born with a certain number and then you can uh, get yourself to be obese and you'll have more fat cells and they'll be bigger. So they began to find out that the babies, as a fetus, they were affected by this and the woman eating a lot while she was pregnant, you know, letting go because probably she was a dieter before and now all of a sudden she's free to just eat, 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 right? I mean, what can you call this? I mean, it's like force feeding the fetus, force feeding the fetus. So we have an obese woman and she gains, I mean, I'm not even gonna say the names because they're celebrities, but I've read that certain well-known celebrities gained 40 to 80, I can't believe it, 80 pounds, right? Because before they were pregnant, all they did was diet apparently or starve themselves so they could look good on the screen or in a photo or TV or wherever and then they let loose and that affected their, their child. I mean, that is one explanation as to maybe how they talk about this as genetic, but you know, it's complicated and I don't know, but there is something about fat cells. Right now, part of this whole alarming thing is that it was in the New York Times, children as young as 12, if they appear to be too fat, even though they could grow three inches and maybe they wouldn't be fat, right? But instead you should give them medications and you know, go into this very aggressive intervention to make sure they don't get fatter. Because what they see, apparently 30% of kids are fat and so they're just gonna get fatter. Now, if the government wanted to fix this, they would simply have to force all the soda manufacturers to not make any industrial strength sodas. Um, and because that's what we know, which is kids, they don't even have the patience to eat that much. What they do is they drink soda 
And, um, you know, when you're drinking liquids, that's really a direct route to absorbing all those calories immediately, right? And um, it's very easy to drink 32 ounces of what I call American Beaujolais, Coca-Cola, and that's what's happening. So that would, that would be the easiest way. Remember, it sounds radical, but in 1919, uh, the government went in and took everyone's alcohol and we had all kinds of uh, people who were in the law enforcement went into bars and restaurants, whatever, and smashed the bottles and there was alcohol in the streets. That was 1919. You know, five or six years later, everyone starts to realize that, what are we doing here? This is asinine. We're creating criminals. And I, I think it was, uh, let's say, 1932 when, and this was an amendment to the constitution, they got rid of it. So you, everybody has to remember that this government, not the one we have today, but the one we used to have, could get on an issue and do something, which is what they had to do during the depression, right? So now it seems impossible, but if you want to fix childhood obesity, you need to get rid of soda and sports drinks and all this other stuff that kids drink in huge quantities. Speaking of which, when I was talking about holy water, this last bit of lying was only a couple of weeks ago and it had to do with alcohol. Now, you may remember that 10 or 15 years ago, in other words, all of the media is just, it's nonstop trying to figure out why we're fat and not blame anyone. And then, so of course it came that Maybe it's because we don't drink wine, particularly red wine, which the French do, and there's a compound, begins with an R, Resertivel or something, that supposedly changes things, and maybe then you can have a, you know, food that is calorically dense and made with butter and cream and not get fat, which is how it was there. I don't know if it still is. And that's because of the wine, right? So... But of course, aside from the kids drinking soda, the adults are drinking huge quantities of alcohol, wine, beer, huge quantities. And uh, it's just great for the industry, the alcohol industry. So again, we come down to this, the fraud of the uh, wellness trinity, because obviously if you bring this out, People are not going to pay to go to Weight Watchers because it, Weight Watchers can't do anything if you're drinking a lot of alcohol. You know, I guess you have to go to AA, not WW, right? So again, that's all buried. So what happens is that a couple of weeks ago they say, no, we're all wrong on this past thing about alcohol being good for you. In fact, it's bad for you. Even drinking a glass of wine every day is bad for you. So pretty much it's best not to drink any alcohol. Pretty much it's best to have no palate, be lower class tacky in your eating, and sit there with a glass of uh, lukewarm water with your um, fettuccine alfredo or whatever the hell you're having. So it's, this, is, this is all lying, right? Instead of saying the truth, we're drinking too much alcohol and not only is that calorically dense, but other things happen 
hormonally as a result of the alcohol. Now, obviously, as I said, it's 65% of the, of the people who are in this um, too large state. And uh, they're not all alcoholics, but a lot of people are drinking way too much alcohol. And again, it's good for business. So that's where we are. We're just sinking under the lies and all of them are just like, oh, you don't need to wear masks. Not being able to explain what we should do next and admit that we made a lot of serious errors in our approach to people getting too big. So that's it for today.